Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. So we are here today with special guest, Andrea Singletary, who has been instrumental in getting this podcast out into the world. Andrea is a former preschool director turned podcast coach, strategist, and producer, but she is also a busy mom of two. She's doing all the things, and she's here today to chat with us about what it's like to help other passionate moms create their own path with podcasting. First things first, we want to welcome you to join us over in our free community, The Thriving Mompreneurs, where you can stay connected with us and meet more business and family-minded women. So hop over to the link in the show notes to join us and make sure to share the group with your business bestie. So Andrea has carved out some time today to share with us some of what it's really like to transition to entrepreneurship and what it's like to start a podcast as part of your business strategy. So Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's so yes. exciting. It's so exciting <laughs> to have you here. I know. It's so weird having you on this side now, but exciting. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your business and your family family dynamic that you currently have? Yeah. So um, as Casey had shared in her intro, I am a podcast coach and strategist. I support mom business owners with adding a podcast to their business um, to help simplify their marketing. As far as my family structure goes, I am married. Me and my husband have been together or married for five years. We have two little ones, a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and they're exactly two years apart. Um, so I've done the whole two under two, and now I guess I'm doing under three. <laughs> or no, two under three. Two whatever. under three. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so um, yeah, they are very active. Um, they keep me on my toes, and they're both home with me full time. And so I kind of plan my business around them. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, how was that transition? I always am curious to know, you know, transitioning from your first kiddo to your second kiddo, did your business change a lot with the expansion of more kiddos or tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah. So I actually started out as a virtual assistant. Um, I started that business while my son was one and I was 12 weeks pregnant with my daughter. Um, so although, you know, I had the fatigue and all the fun pregnancy symptoms, I was able to like really grow that business. Um, it became very profitable pretty quickly, like within the first few months. And I had a good thing going. And then my daughter arrived and everything just was disastrous. My <laughs> son, he ended up regressing a lot because he wanted to be the baby again. And although my daughter was like a good napper and all of that good stuff, it was still challenging just navigating having two little ones, um, both in diapers and all of that. Um, and so I ended up completely shifting my business model. I um, really like I talked to my clients and I let them know like, hey, I'm only going to be available to work, like have like business hours on these days. So I used to be like Monday through Friday and then I switched it to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I had both kids home because um, my son was in preschool at the time. And so for the most part, everyone was okay with it, except for one client. And so we ended up having to part ways um, just because she didn't quite understand, which is totally fine. You know, she wasn't a mom and everything. So um, you know, we finished out our contract together, but I really started looking at like what I was doing in my business. And so as a virtual assistant, I was literally doing all of the things, blog, copywriting, web design, um, general admin, pretty much anything that I, you know, had the skill set for. And I was just really burnt out because each of those different types of, um, projects I would do, it's like taking off one hat and putting on another one. And so it was just jumping from one thing to the other. And it just took my energy, it took my patience, and it was just a lot. And so that's when I made the decision to really shift into podcast management, just to have a single niche, you know, serve a specific audience and everything and really focus on building my business that way. And one of the things I loved about podcast management was that I could literally work late at night or I can get up early in the morning. Like I didn't have to really be available during like working hours, um, especially if it's just like managing the back end of a client's podcast. And so um, it was very appealing to me. And so I really just shifted fully into that. Um, and luckily I had a VA client who actually had a podcast and she ended up becoming one of my first podcast management clients. Um, so I really, like I said, just looking at what my kids needed, what I needed to, you know, maintain my sanity as a mom of two littles. Um, and I really just looked at my business structure and made those changes. That's awesome. It sounds like you were able to kind of like really be flexible in thinking about number one, what you enjoyed doing, um, you know, and number two, what fits like your your business fit into your family life instead of the other way around, which I think can be really tricky as a new entrepreneur um, and specifically as a as a mom, like really trying to balance all of those things. I mean, balance is a bit of a tricky word. It's like yeah. kind of a kind of a farce. It's not ever really balanced, but kind of figuring that out is can be really tricky. So how did you how did you originally go from you? You said you were a preschool director originally, right? Mm -hmm. Like before you worked for yourself. How did you make that shift? And jump from that. Yeah. So I had my son at the height of the pandemic. So literally had him April 2020. Oh, and geez. So <laughs> yeah, literally COVID had just hit. 
And while I was on maternity, like even before I went on maternity leave, I was already planning to not return to my job. Now, I did not tell my um, boss that I did not communicate that to anyone, but I knew in my heart that I was not going to return because I knew that when I started having kids, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, One of the things my mom always told me she regretted was that she wasn't there for those first moments. I -hmm. used to stay with my aunt when I was little until my aunt was the first one to see me walk and do all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. did not want to miss on that. So I already knew I wasn't going back. I had already, I did tell my husband, you know, I got to tell him that. (laughs) Keep him (laughs) in the loop. (laughs) Yeah. But it ended up working out that because of COVID, the school I oversaw shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just kind of like transitioned perfectly in a sense. I mean, the nice thing was that while I was still on maternity leave, I was still getting like my director paycheck and everything. I was able to build up my savings and whatnot. And so that kind of carried me through as, you know, I was making that transition to entrepreneurship. But yeah, I already knew in my heart that I wasn't going to go back. So it just kind of just happened perfectly. (laughs) That's awesome because I feel like what I hear you saying is that you were really listening to yourself and that that job wasn't lighting you up. And it was great for what it was great for during that season. But a new season was coming and, you know, the world sort of handed you this, handed you this opportunity that you weren't, you know, you weren't sure how you're going to make it happen. And that kind of came along. So that's kind of, that's really cool. Um, Yeah, yeah, obviously COVID was perhaps a barrier to you getting started, or maybe that was actually a gift considering Mm -hmm. how the world went virtual so quickly. What would you say were some of your barriers and maybe some of your um, things that made it easier for you to transition? Yeah, so I think it was first trying to figure out what I wanted to do, because at the time I was actually in grad school to get my master's in communication disorders because I was going to be a speech therapist. And so I did the first year and I was a new mom and everything, and I hated it. Not necessarily the program, but just how much of my time was consumed with that. And I, again, even though I was home with my son, technically, I wasn't as present as I wanted to be. And so I was like, okay, nope, I'm not going to continue with that. And so I kind of started just blogging. I created a mom blog, started doing that whole thing. And I built my first website and everything. And I really enjoyed that. And so I ended up getting like my first website design client. Um, It was a family member, but I was like, hey, let me just, you know, try this out and everything. Awesome. Um, And I think the hardest, I would say the hardest barrier or like the challenge I faced was when you come from a nine to five and you go to entrepreneurship, it's that mindset shift. Mm. At a nine to five, you have someone that you have to be like held accountable to in a sense, somebody that you have to give report to and whatnot. And so as I started bringing on more clients, I would sometimes forget that I was the CEO of my business and I would kind of let them tell me what to do. And Mm. so After I had my daughter, that's when I had that mindset shift where I was like, wait, I am the CEO of my business. I can set these boundaries and say, hey, now I have two littles at home. These are the only hours I'm available. Um, So I think that was like the biggest struggle I um, dealt with. But as far as what was easy, I always kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit. 
um, when I was a kid in like middle school, I would like create bracelets and I would sell them and I made pretty good money doing that. <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> so I always kind of had that in me where I would just start these little side hustles, like, you know, creating things and whatnot and sell them. And so I always kind of knew that was going to happen. Like both of my parents although they've worked nine to five, they have their own businesses as well. Um, so oh, awesome. I grew up seeing that too. That's, That's cool. really cool. So as a, someone who does mindset work, I, my ears perked up at that because I am <laughs> like all about like, that. <laughs> <laughs> and so my, my question, I mean, it sounds like you did have that background a little bit, but I'm, I, can we go a little bit deeper in that transition of like, because I feel like sometimes we know what we need to do. And then there's a difference between knowing that and then actually like doing it. So what what do you feel were like some really big action steps or support that you had during that time that other people can take away from that that moment in your life? I think the biggest thing for me was I didn't like how I was feeling. I was trying to meet the needs of my clients and making that a priority over my kids' needs, over my own needs, over my husband's needs. And I was so stressed out where I was like, I can't keep going like this. Like something's got to give. And I was like, at the end of the day, I can replace a client, but I can't replace myself. I can't replace my family. And so that's when I just was like, I have to make that decision. Um, And I think what helped was that as a preschool director, I had to make those tough decisions. And mm. so I had that practice, but now I had to apply it to my own business. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that was like the biggest thing. That is so cool. And I think a, a recurring theme I'm noticing is that like, there's just so, I hope the listener listening to this and maybe even considering transitioning into like entrepreneurship realizes that they don't have to leave their past behind and move forward. Like, even just in your story. And there's so many little like pillars that led up to this, this thing. And you were able to pull from all of this experience and stuff. So that's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I love that as well. I was just thinking as you were talking um, that what I hear you saying in almost every story you've shared is that, you know, number one, family first, and number two, that you're trusting yourself to have the answer you don't, you may not know what the answer is, but you tr- you're trusting yourself that it's going to come. It's your, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's really beautiful. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, um, just to share a little bit, like me and my husband, we had a hard time conceiving. Um, our first year of marriage, we we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's try to have kids. And we ended up getting pregnant. It was like our one year anniversary. And then a week later, I had a miscarriage. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Um, And we were devastated and we didn't know if we were going to have challenges when we decided to try again or what was if we would ever even be able to have kids. And so literally a month after the miscarriage, that's when I got pregnant with my son and we had him. And it's just something like really just shifted in me where I was like this, like this child that me and my husband, we prayed for, we trusted God for, he's here, Mm -hmm. he's on this side of heaven, you know? And we're, I was like, I need to, like, that's my top priority. And so Mm -hmm. anything that's going to get in the way with me prioritizing this child that literally is a blessing from God, like it has to go. So that Mm kind of like just became my mindset with a lot of different things. It's like, nope, you're interfering with that. You got to go. So, (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
Andrew, I have chills because that is exa- that is also my journey into motherhood as well. So I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was just thinking too, like that we talk a lot on this show and just Veronica uh, is um, one of her pillars is all about boundaries. And, um, you know, it's something that you're you're talking about so clearly is being able to say, you know, I am only available during this time. And if that isn't for you, then you're not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And being able to really set that boundary. And that's okay, right? You know, it's okay to have a business that only serves a certain percentage of people. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent of the people. Um, and I think that that's really interesting um, to be able to have that boundary and to have the experience that you had really solidified that for you. You know what I mean? You were already thinking it and then you had this experience that was really difficult. And I I feel like what I hear when you're talking is that just had you hunkered down deeper into your family and into that as a pillar for you. Mm -hmm. Does that sound correct? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. So speaking of, you know, like the podcast and how you kind of went from, you know, this VA work all the way down to into podcasting, kind of wondering what is something that you would suggest, or I guess when would be a good time for a mom entrepreneur listening, like, hey, I've been thinking about a podcast, like what should, where should they start? Where should they go? Yeah. So one, when I talk about podcasting as an entrepreneur, I always look at it as being part of your business in the sense of you're using this to market your business, to, you know, bring new people into your world who you can potentially work with. And so the biggest thing is you have to look at your podcast that way. It's not necessarily this platform where you can talk about all of the things that you want to talk about because you're not going to call in the right fit people to work with you. Um, So I would just say getting really clear on that. Um, I always, always recommend to like at least having like an established business in the sense of, you know, who you're serving and you know how you're serving them. You know, you have these set offers and everything. And of course, with time that can change, but just being really clear about that to begin with. And I feel like that's the biggest hurdle. A lot of people get caught up in the tech and stuff. And it's like, no, you can YouTube that like that will come. But like really being crystal clear on where this podcast fits in your business, especially if you want to see that return on investment, get clear on that. And then as far as like actually, you know, doing the thing, I always tell people just do it. Hit publish. I don't care if you're recording your phone, whatever you have to do, especially like if you're just starting out and maybe you're not to that point where you can invest in support just get it out there because if not, you're just going to continue thinking about it. You're going to sit on that dream and it's not going to happen. And I tell this to people a lot of times too, like your first few episodes, they're not going to be the best because it's a new platform. You're learning it. And with time, it's going to get better. And I tell people, I'm like, go listen back to my first episodes. Those episodes were horrible. But if you (laughs) listen to my episodes now, you see the evolution. You see how much I've grown and how I've shifted things and whatnot. And you know, my podcast is part of my business. Mm. So that's kind of like my advice for people. I love it. That's awesome. Um, so just thinking about, we were talking a lot about boundaries and you Mm -hmm. shared some of how that has helped you with your business. 
How do you use that same boundary kind of structure in like within your business? Like how do you create the time that you need to for clients, for your own podcast to get to get all of those things done within the structure of your business fitting inside your family? Yeah. So kind of how things are now, Monday through Friday, I basically solo parent. Uh, my husband, he works for FedEx and he has very, very long days. Um, And so I pretty much Monday through Friday outside of like maybe talking to clients via Voxer or um, I have my group coaching program and we meet weekly on Wednesdays. Outside of that, I'm not really doing any client work. Um, If I do have client work I need to do, I do it after the kids go to sleep. um, And then we sleep in the next day if they cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> That's always questionable. <laughs> yes, it, it really is. Um, but I've come to this place where it's like, this is the season of life we're in right now. You know, we don't really have family support. My mom is like 10 hours from us. My mother-in-law, she's way in Florida. So, and we're in California. So it's like we don't really have that family support here. And so one thing I am thankful for is that me and my husband, we are a team. And so mm-hmm. on the weekends, he handles everything with the kids. So that way I have those dedicated days, Saturday and Sunday, where I'm able to get a bulk of my work done. Um, and no, it's not like how people imagine what's ideal, but it works for us. Um, and we make sure like me and my husband set aside time for us. We have like shows that we watch together. So a lot of times on Saturday and Sunday evenings, that is what we're doing. We're watching our favorite shows together and whatnot. And we make time for each other, you know, in the evenings when he gets home from work during the week and whatnot. Um, but as I've said earlier, like family comes first. So if I have to let clients know like, hey, you know what, this is going to be pushed back a bit, then, you know, I do that. But I also have like set rules for like, for instance, with monthly management clients, I have to have their audio at least five business days before the live date. If they don't Mm -hmm. get it to me before then, then that episode is just going to have to be pushed back or they have to edit it themselves. So they know that from day one. Um, I've only had one client where we've had that come up and she's like, you know, it's my fault. I will take care of it. And she produced the episode herself. But since then, we haven't had that issue. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) Well, I will say that was one of the things that I really appreciated about working with you. Um because Veronica and I were, were coming into this really green. We didn't really, we, we didn't even fully have our idea together. We were like, let's start a podcast. And we didn't really even know each other because <laughs> we're just like that. We're just spontaneous in that way. And <laughs> it was one of the things I really appreciated about the structure of what you do is number one, there was that structure. You were, it, it was very much date oriented. I need this by this date, this by this date, very well communicated. And I also appreciated through the the Voxer um, communications that we had, it was very clear that you were giving me the time and attention that I needed, but also that your family was your priority. And I really appreciate that because that is how I also work. Um, and so it just made me feel, I mean, this might sound silly, but it made me feel like I'm part of your, your little group. You know what I mean? Like I'm in your, I'm in your family too for right now for these, 
you know, a few weeks. And so I, I really appreciated that. So just if you're a listener and you're thinking about starting a podcast and you want to hire a podcast manager, Andrea's Andrea's your lady. <laughs> yes. Yes. I second that. And I also want to add to the the talk about boundaries is that it benefits everyone involved. I feel like there's so many times I've talked to mompreneurs and they're like, oh, but I, you know, I, I just want to do my best for my clients. And it's like, Andrea even just said, now they know what to expect. They know that it's their structure. There's order for herself and her family and her clients. Like I, I always harp on the fact that boundaries benefit everyone and bring everyone what they want. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just wanted to, uh, you know, highlight that. And then I also wanted to ask, so if you had advice at, for, you know, a mom, mompreneur who is like in the thick of it, like she's like, I feel like my clients are running my, you know, my life. I don't have family around. My husband works all the time. What is one thing that you would, or I guess one tip you would say to start with? Like, where can they get started? Um, I will say like really looking at what is realistic for you in this season of life. Like what hours can you actually be available to your clients without it impacting your family? Because at the end of the day, your family has to take top priority. Clients are going to come and go, but that's your family. That's top mm-hmm. priority. And a lot of times as moms, when we start these businesses, we do it because we want to be home with our kids. And so really getting back to why you started this business, you know, what is your reason for it? Um, I had a friend share kind of like an analogy with me. She said, like, she feels like she's juggling balls. Some are plastic, some are glass. She knows that the plastic ones she can drop and they won't break, but the mm-hmm. glass ones can't. And so those glass balls, that's her family. She's not going to drop those. Those plastic balls, they'll drop on the floor all day, every day. So like <laughs> kind of thinking about it that way, like you have to, you have to prioritize your family. Like this is your home unit. This is your top priority. So like really looking at okay, my kids schedule, when are they taking nap? You know, when are they, you know, playing independently or whatever your schedule looks like. And then looking at that, like from there, like, okay, where can I fit in this time for my clients and everything? But the biggest thing is setting those boundaries from day one. So like having it in your contract, um, that is something I'm really big on. So that way, when people try to come back at me, I'm like, no, you signed it in the contract. This is what Mm -hmm. we agreed to. So having it set up from day one, um, that is really going to help you, especially like you have it in the contract and they should be doing their due diligence and reading that contract. It's not going to be a big deal. You know, they would come back to you before they ever even sign it if they don't agree with that. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that's been something that's really been helpful in my business, just having it outlined there. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Well, we're going to be wrapping up here in just a minute, Andrea, but we usually like to do on every episode a question of the day. So we're going to include you in our question of the day today. And so question of the day for this episode is going to be, how spontaneous are you? A, very spontaneous. B, not very spontaneous at all. Or C, I'm only spontaneous with very particular things. Um, I would probably say C. <laughs> <laughs> That's me too. Me too. I'm like, I'm only spontaneous with what I can control a little bit and sort of be spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, I'm Veronica? I'm going to say, I'm going to say A. 
You are. And just say that it's probably to my own detriment. <laughs> I'm that, you know, I'm working on it. <laughs> but listen, the answer is yes until otherwise. <laughs> like I'm always down to do it. Oh my God. That's so funny. I'm always like, I'm always like a no. And then you have to convince me. I'm like, Oh, y'all, if it's after like 8 p.m., no. If it's like <laughs> I was already doing something else, no. Oh, I have to convince myself as to why it's a no. Like, let's think about this before oh, we wow. like, Oh, my God, that's so funny. I'm the opposite. I have to convince myself it's a yes. I'm like, I know I yes. like this person, but dang it, I was already thinking about doing something else. That is else. so funny. No, I, it, I'm working on it, I promise. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Well, Andrew, would you like to tell our uh, listeners where they can find you and just a little bit about how they can work with you? Yeah, sure. So you guys can find me on my podcast, Mama Turn Mompreneur. Um, I'm also pretty active on Instagram. It's also Mama Turn Mompreneur. And um, if you want to work with me, I provide podcast launch support, monthly management, as well as I have a new offer called Podcast Content Planning Power Hours, where we map out podcast content around your offers. So that way your podcast will start bringing in your ideal clients who are ready to opt into your offers. Um, I have all of that available on my website, which is mamaturnmompreneur.com. Well, there you have it. Andrea shares what it truly means to be a thriving mompreneur and shared a few tips on how you can do the same. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to seeing you again next week on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives. And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.